You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Ari Mejia, community and audio storytelling producer here at Vocalo. And in addition to producing Shy Sounds Like and other stories you hear, I also teach Vocalo's free eight-week-long audio storytelling workshop that we offer to you, our listeners here, because at Vocalo, we want to represent you on our airwaves, your music, your stories, your Chicago. And so we invite you to apply with zero prior experience necessary whatsoever. You'll learn from start to finish how to interview, record, produce, and mix your very own radio story that we will then share on our airwaves with the Vocalo world. Chloe Dukes is an artist and educator that focuses on inclusion, creative placemaking, and diverse storytelling in the arts. In this piece, she revisits the 2021 controversy of hashtag DocentGate. Following the pandemic when the Art Institute of Chicago made the decision to disband their traditional volunteer-based docent program. Here's Chloe with her piece, Museums, Equity, and Docents Reimagined. When I was younger, I knew I wanted to work in the arts. My weekend classes at the local art museum was something that kept me going throughout my formative years. I am now a somewhat gainfully employed worker at the legacy organization of my adolescent dreams, the Art Institute of Chicago. I got into arts administration because although I have always felt drawn to and validated by the arts, I can understand why someone who may look like or come from the same humble socioeconomic beginnings as me might not feel the same. Let's face it, the arts historically have been very exclusive, very affluent, and very white. And I, like most people, am none of these things. These descriptors has traditionally extended beyond the art on gallery walls. They pertain to patrons, administrative staff, and even volunteers. Up until recently, there wasn't too much talk about changing this. And if there was talk, it often was not married to swift and quantifiable action. So color me surprised my second year of graduate school when I stumbled across the New York Times headline, Art Institute of Chicago ends a docent program and sets off a backlash. The museum wanted to respond to issues of class and income inequity, which I assumed they thought most folks would be on board with. But volunteers got upset. People were confused. And anti-woke reactionaries, well, they reacted. In guides last month who were mostly older white women to why to diversify its team. But there's a problem with the docents at the Art Institute. You know what it is. Too white. Now, for all the uninitiated out there, most traditional museums are nonprofit organizations that rely heavily on unpaid volunteer educators called docents. Typically, a sizable museum can have nearly 100 folks in these unpaid roles, volunteering their time for months to study a museum's collections after which they will all go on to provide guidance to touring visitors or lead school children on field trips. Needless to say, it takes a lot of time and even more passion to do this work. But docents are essential to many people's experiences while visiting a museum. Okay, so this story starts two years ago in 2021. If you can recall, we were in the middle of a seemingly never-ending string of unprecedented times. A year prior, we had a global shutdown due to the coronavirus. 
as well as a national call for social justice on the hills of protests against state-sanctioned police brutality. At that time, the latest victims being George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. The pandemic in America shined a light on what truly plagued this country. It wasn't just a health crisis. It was a crisis of inequality. Inequality of wealth, access, opportunity, and power. So you may be asking, what does this have to do with museums and the arts? The arts have always had an accessibility issue, especially when it relates to race and socioeconomic standing. Remember, this is a volunteer role. Docents are able to spend hours upon hours studying, engaging, and working with museum collections. Most people can't afford to dedicate this time to do that amount of unpaid labor, regardless of their background. But there is a small subset of the population who can. The funny thing about all the coverage that came out of this situation is people on both sides do agree about what the profile is for a docent. They're typically older, typically white, typically women, very educated, and very wealthy. I am sure that these docents took their work very seriously. They wanted to share their love for the arts, but there were some cultural disconnects that caused some issues. The first one being almost daily buses from Chicago public schools bring in a diverse crowd of children for field trips. Unfortunately, sometimes perspectives don't line up. Secondly, the truth is volunteering is often the best way to get your foot in the door if you're hoping to develop a career within any industry. Think about the similar conversations being had regarding the issue of unpaid internships and how only a certain type of student or young professional can afford to participate in that type of career development. It is an unrealistic expectation that anybody can work for free. The connections and resume boosting skills one could gain from volunteering at a nonprofit or being an intern at a company could be the very thing that gives someone a leg up on the competition when applying for jobs or college causing the wealth and opportunity gap to continue to widen. I believe that this is what the museum meant when they said that they wanted to keep equity in mind while rebuilding this program. They wanted to be able to pay their docents and develop a program that reflected the community that they aimed to serve. And they said time and time again that docents weren't being fired and that they could reapply for paid positions once the program got started again. But that didn't keep the news circuit from running with the narrative that the Art Institute of Chicago blindsided their kind-hearted volunteers with mass layoffs because of their age and their race. It didn't look good for the museum. But that doesn't negate the fact that things needed to change. Part of that change just needs to start with acknowledging the past and taking action to right those wrongs. The idea of embracing diversity and equity in large institutions is the way that we move forward. We have to honor and respect the fact that we are on a traditional land that belong to indigenous people. A lot of artifacts and museums are a result of cultural robbery. The money used to buy much of our collections were made on the backs of slavery. And we have to honor and respect that there is privilege, a construct of hierarchy where Wealthy people have more power, opportunities, and access than others. The museum introduced two new programs, the first one being their new and improved docent program complete with a mixture of fresh and familiar faces, all of which are paid. 
This new program works side by side with their rearranged volunteer program that has a more active and hands-on approach with greeting visitors and participating in arts activities with many of the museum's younger and smaller visitors. Many of the volunteers running the secondary program are, as you guessed it, most of the previous volunteers from the disbanded docent program. Nobody lost here. Nobody was replaced. Those who wanted to continue to volunteer and help out a cause that they believed in are able to do so. And those hoping to experience and gain access to what was previously inaccessible now had more of a fair chance to do that as well. This piece was produced by me, Chloe McKenzie, for the Spring 2023 Vocalo Storytelling Workshop. Special thanks to the Art Institute of Chicago, South Bend Museum of Arts Educational Programs, Indiana University's O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs MA program, as well as all who have supported me in this project. You can find this and other stories at vocalo.org. <laughs>